five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? You're now tuned in to another episode of the From Lagos With Love podcast. You already know who it is. Your boy, Wuchi, a.k.a. the Chocolate Monster, a.k.a. the African Wizard, a.k.a. the Segway Samurai, a.k.a. Old MacDonald Had a Farm and I'm the Goat. And I'm here with my usual suspects, actually, minus one. Uh, but Small Chops and Dayo are here. Say what's up. What's popping, everybody? We share my tender in the building. Nice one, nice one. And we have a special uh, guest here today. Um, depending on his mood, he might be a disease. And on good days, he's an artist. Ladies and gentlemen, Mizus. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. What's up? What's up, everybody? How are you doing today, man? I'm fine, thank you. I'm fine, thank you. But you know, I've heard Mizus like a thousand times. Like, every single person. <laughs> like, if I could get a dollar for every time somebody says that, I crack that joke. Oh my God, I'll be rich. I won't Wait, really? I thought I was original with that because it just hit me the other day. Like, literally just no, yesterday. Like, no, oh, everybody, wow, Mizu, oh my Mizu's. God. Sorry. Like, I roll my eyes so many times. Nah, it's cool. Chappelle, you go like me, John. Like, is this, is this, <laughs> which side are you on? <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, man, I'm happy to be here. Um, so I mean, where do we even start? Because I, I have so many questions for you. Um, but before we get into it, like I think it, it would be nice to get like a little bit of background on you. I know people know right now that you know you're you're doing your thing on the skit end of things, and that you're also putting out some yeah. music. But uh, yeah. we'd like to know like kind of how you started on that on your journey and you know. Like just this path that going. Okay, so my journey started ten years ago. I've been making music for ten years since like secondary school. But I mean, you know how it is like it starts off as a joke, you're just doing it on the side, and then it just starts becoming a dream at some point. And then at some point it just becomes like something you have to like sacrifice for you really want. And like I went through that whole process, I sacrificed and learned and everything. Uh, that's brought here. Nice, nice, nice. So you yeah. said ten ten years ago. How long? How long yeah. would you say it took for you to kind of get a good level of recognition? Well, it depends because, okay, with that right, a good level of recognition. I'll say within the last one month. Wow. Like since I started posting TikToks before then, like I wasn't getting any recognition at all. And yeah. you just like, and I think that that's a very important uh, point to make because a lot of people might look at you and just be like, "This guy, this guy, kind of like blew up overnight." But yeah, I think from one thing that I've seen while talking to artists and just from observation, this so-called overnight success is at least like five years in the making. Right, where somebody's yeah. hustling and like people are overlooking them doing that period of time. So tell us, exactly. like, kind of give us like some insight into that ten-year journey to this twenty twenty-one. What were you doing? What kind of moves did you make? Like, you know, what kind of experiences have you had in the industry? Okay, so, I mean, I, I started 10 years ago in school when I was in secondary school. And then when I got into uni, I was doing it a little bit more seriously. Like, I had, if there was a label I was signed to, I was in a boy band, actually, with three guys. So, I was the Beyonce of the group. Yet, and, and then we continued making music for a while. And that's how I actually met my mentor. His name is Sars, the producer. That's how, that's how I met him. We made a song with him at the time when I was signed to that label. I'm sorry, how many years ago was this? This was like 2012. Okay. 
so-and-so. Yeah, that's when I met him initially. And then I just kept, like, the relationship. So I went to school. The group kind of broke up. And then immediately after, like, selling, I was just like, either I'm really doing music or I'm going to get a job. So I just told myself, like, what? I have to make the sacrifice. I have to choose which one and invest in myself, do you understand? So I made that decision in 2015. So all the while before 2015, I wasn't doing music as serious as, as I should have, do you understand? So once it was 2015, I coincidentally at the same time, Sars was looking for an assistant. And even more coincidentally, his studio was very close to my house. Mm-hmm. So it was very easy for me to go there and like try to get a job. And since he needed an assistant, it was very easy for me to get a job. I just decided to show him love. So between then, that's like 2015. And now, I've just been learning like everything I can about the game, about artists, through sales, like watching him work with different people, watching him work with um, Miniola, Flash, DJ Tunes, Whiskey, everybody, like the people he works with, just watching their dynamic and the way they make music, it's improved like every single, like, Area of music that I knew, like improve everything, like production got better, my singing got better, because I was just exposed to like what really is important in music. That's that's the influence that sounds out. Do you understand? So I learned most of all those things from him between 2015 and now. I'm actually we actually lived together. Wow. So like we're pretty much friends now. So what yeah. you're saying is so, that if I want a beat from SARS, I just have to sign up to the Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> Essentially. But yeah, as in, I know for Thank you for clarifying. Uh, you guys have a question yeah. for, for Mizu? Um, You said, something that uh, stood out to me when you were talking, that you said that you're the Beyonce of your group, and uh, we can definitely... Um, you can definitely connect on that because I'm definitely the Beyonce of the pod. You know, ask them, they know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, being the Beyonce or being uh, being so good at one thing or the other, um, you you tend people tend to overlook your many talents. So, what do you think your best attribute is? Because you said you 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 produce, you also developed your singing and whatnot. Uh, so, what do you think yeah. your best uh, your best talent is or your best attribute? Is? I would say it is having a good ear for music. Having a good ear for music. I don't think it's my singing. I don't think it's my production. It's just like hearing something and just knowing that you know, this is this stuff is good. This stuff is correct. Do you understand? Yeah. Like is is I think it's a skill that you have to learn. Like some people are born with it, but you can also learn how to have a good ear, and that's basically what I've done. Like I just know okay, yeah, this sounds good. It works. Yeah. So I think that's where the main like source of everything is. But yeah, I make very nice beats and I sing very nice as well. So as of now, is there yeah. one area that you're um trying to focus on? Um or are you trying to balance both or kind of what direction yeah, are you taking I'm, with it? Yeah. The thing is I'm 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 trying to balance everything because I know how to do a bit of everything. Okay? Yeah, with you, with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to balance like the whole thing because I, I know how to sing and like right now, I know how to write good songs as well. So I have a lot of requests for people wanting me to write songs. At the same time, I have to make my own music. 
have to make this for people. So I just go back and forth between everything. I just make sure I'm getting it done as I'm going. So I don't really focus on one and be like, yeah, I'm just going to be singing this whole week. Do you understand? Like, I just bounce from one to one. Like, at this point, I know enough of everything to be able to be doing it one by one. So just focus on that. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. but um, from the saying goes that being a jack of all trades and master of none. Yeah. So, like, do you think it's that true. what are some challenges that come it's exactly? Are you some challenges that come with knowing all this, you know, having all these uh, things? Go ahead. Yeah. Can you speak more yeah. to that? And how has it affected okay, you? Be, yeah, I'll be honest with you. That is pretty much why I'd say I spent so much time like in the background because. I know just a bit of everything. If I was like going hard on like production alone, I may have gone like I may I may have been known earlier. Do you understand? If I was singing, just focusing on my singing, making songs, and singing everywhere, I may have been known faster as a singer. But because I touch everything, it just made it slower. But it doesn't mean that I didn't grow the skill in all those areas. It just took a long time for that to happen. That is why at this point I'll make the TikToks. I'll be producing, I'll be singing, I'll mix it, everything sounding good. Like it's like, oh, he knows how to do everything. But is as a result of years consistently doing a bit of everything. But at the same time, I don't know, I feel personally, I don't feel like I know of all those areas, every single area. No matter how great it sounds outside, I always just have that feeling that I can still get better. I can still do better. Yeah, so that's how it is. Um, real quick, you were talking about um, how, you know, just how much time it really took you to make that final decision on you know, whether you wanted to just work a regular job in music. And I think that that's something that a lot of Nigerian youth struggle with, especially those who are still like staying with their parents and stuff like that, who have given to their parents. You know, this yeah. is what you have to do, whatever. Did you have that struggle like from, from family? And also, how did you come to make that final decision? Yes, music is definitely one of them. Okay, so lucky for me, I have very like a very, very extremely supportive family. Like every single person in my family has been supportive of whatever I want to do from the beginning, from when I was a child. So my parents have never given me I mean, as Nigerian parents, there will be doubts. Do you understand? There will be doubt that all these things that doing is is play, focus on school, do something serious and just be doing this on the side. That's what they all tell their children. Right? But I could feel that they believe in me. I decide I want to do something. They believe that I'll be able to pay for. So they just support me that way. So I've just been blessed with that kind of family. That's that's one reason why it's like very easy for me to focus on music. And like other people that their parents are against them and they have to fight those kind of battles. Yeah. yeah, so for me it wasn't really that much of a challenge with my family. Yeah. So but how did you like decide that? Okay, like for myself personally. Sure? Yeah, how, how, yeah, what point did you become sure that this is definitely what I want to do long term? When, okay, when NYC ended, right? As soon as it ended, I, I shit you not. Like the next day after I got back from NYC, I saw Sal's tweets like he needs a personal assistant. Hmm. The next day after NYC, and I was like, this is it. Like, this, either I take this job, try to get the job, or I forget music because I probably won't do it if I get another job. So I just have to yeah. choose. So I other than, that. Go ahead, go ahead, 
uh, other than uh, buying a mala for SARS, what does it take to to be to work for SARS to be a personal assistant with a producer like of that of that caliber? To be honest, like I feel like my case was just different because yes, I was an assistant. I was taking mostly actually what I was really doing was recording people because he doesn't like like the recording process. So when he wants to work with somebody, he just sends the person to me called person. So from recording all those people, all the different people that SARS could possibly work with, I was like learning a lot. Like a lot of Mignola song, Maradona, um, Sika, that that Mignola, like we're on that period where SARS was producing it, I was most likely the person that recorded it. Because this song, when Kojin died, I don't know if died, like I recorded it with all those celebrities in um, the hotel room. So I'm just learning, like watching all of them vibe, like the way they sing, the way they perform on the microphone, just having all those experiences is what's helping. So in my case, it was different because aside being like a personal assistant, I wanted to do music too. So it was easy for me to do stuff that he needs relating to music. But if I was just like looking for a job as a personal assistant without that music, like dream, I'll probably just be doing personal assistant stuff, like reading emails and just things. Do you understand? So lucky for me, he, he, aside from just taking me in as a personal assistant, he could see that I had something that I needed to develop. So he just told me continue to develop yourself and when it's time to finish up. That's the so you mentioned that he doesn't like or he doesn't enjoy like the recording process. Is there um yeah. any aspect of um yes the process that you the don't like process. or me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I also don't like recording. It's a bitch. <laughs> so so hold on, what is the recording process? because I, I thought that was okay. a very straightforward process, but from the way you're describing it, it sounds like oh, no, it's a lot no, of no, 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 no. So can you describe it's to us what's the, can you walk us through the recording process? Okay, I mean, like, practically, it is meant to be simple, right? You just hit a button, and the person records, and you press stop. That is, like, the recording process. But because it's music, and you're dealing with a lot of different people, people have different energy, right? Somebody's going to come to do it, and the person's going to record in two minutes, and everything is done, and it's like, thank God. But then another day, somebody will come and spend two days recording one song, and you have to sit there, and take the person's vocals over and over and over. So that process is very, very stressful. And you keep doing it. And you also have to record yourself. Like just, it's annoying sometimes. It can be annoying. Except you're very fast. So that's why is it's it stressful. Dependent? It's like you're wasting... What? What's no, that? It's like you're wasting time on stuff. You're wasting time on something that you shouldn't be wasting time on. That's just how it feels when you do so many times. Is it like dependent on their satisfaction with it, or is it? Is oh, it like yeah, if you're not also, hearing the right thing, or that's also part of this. Like the artist has to be happy. They have to happy with the song. So if they're not happy with what they're doing, they just keep doing it over. Music can be very annoying, but sometimes it just works very nicely. It's okay. Hey, real quick, Mizu, your, your audio is good. I just wanted to ask if you can speak up. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. <coughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, about okay. Okay, yes. Um. So, I mean, see, it's, does it also depend on the artist that's recording? And uh, if it does, can you tell us one um one particular experience that maybe that wowed you from a particular artist or 
with the best experience you had be like, recording yeah, an artist. Damn, yeah, like this is crazy. Yeah, that's happened multiple times. There are so many people that don't have talents that are trying to make music. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. We appreciate your honesty. It's true. It's true. There are so many people that are like that. So when you like encounter that kind of person, you hate recording. You don't like recording. Person. Because what you're doing isn't good, and the person just keeps doing this. Work. So have you so, have you recorded any trash mainstream artists? You don't have to say a name. Uh, if you like. No, I don't think. A mainstream yeah, artist but, that people like. Yeah, like somebody that's popular. It could be like a B-list, C-list uh, singer or something. Nope. Somebody that's good. Okay, yeah, yeah, actually, yes. There's the one. Actually, can you tell us yeah. about that experience? I, 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 yeah, I mean, like the person just like isn't very good, or because the person is a mainstream artist and he has had a couple of songs that people like, he can get access to certain places, so he can just still make music. But mm. a lot of Nigerian artists like that, not not a lot, but there are some Nigerians that are popping. I know you that talented, so they spend a lot of time recording over and over, just like people that don't have talents. But for some reason, for those people, they always just make something work. That's the beauty of music. You don't have to be super talented. Sometimes you just have to learn to pick the right sound. Real quick, can you can you hum you can you hum the, the tune to one of uh, that person's songs? Oh um would you say that there's anyone that you've um worked with uh that you've been like shocked at the fact that maybe they didn't have as much talent as it seemed like they did yeah yes yes a couple you'd be surprised like that artists they're just winging it for because i mean we know that we know this from some, like, some of the shit we'll be hearing like, you, you just know some of these yeah. guys are just like Anything yeah. where you, you know, they just enter anything where they give you, just take out. Just take out, yeah, exactly. That's how it is. Except for the people that are like, really talented, because I've recorded people that they are so bad. Right? I'm recording my husband and this person was bad. I see why I start. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Those sessions are amazing. So, for example, who are, who are, who are some, of, so, some of your favorite people to. Sorry, that is. Mignola is one. No, that's exactly my question. Go ahead. You drop her anywhere. Yeah, she's a beautiful singer, very confident. Like she's great. Who? I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Who Who are you talking about, my brother? You said Niniola. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 She's very very good. Um, Flash is also very dope. She's a very dope singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, whiskey is bad. Like whiskey is like good vibes. Uh, let me see who else. I enjoy doing this. Uh, Tiwa Savage, yes, is also amazing. Yeah, amazing singer. There are so many more shy, like most of the people that recorded that are big. Most of them are actually good. Like they know music. So who didn't you enjoy with? I can't I can't name the person because it's a bit like I'm saying the person's music is bad. Okay, off the record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> off the record I promise this is not going to make it I, I'm just so curious we won't cut this part out but no, I, really, I really am no, interested in knowing who this person is 
Nah, it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that much. It's okay. Okay. All right. No other. Yeah. Uh, so moving on. Right. So you're talking about how like you you mastered all these like different parts of making. I do. I do before. not think that I have mastered them. You're in the process of mastering them, right? I mean, yes. do you think you're in the okay? All right. So you're yeah, in the process of mastering these things, right? Is this? Have you ever thought about like hmm, maybe maybe instead of being like my own public artist, maybe, maybe I might. You know, have you ever like considered being more of a behind the scenes type of person? And if not, uh, can you just tell us a bit more about what doesn't appeal to you? Yeah. Well, I feel like I've spent so much time up in the background to know that I want to always be behind music. As much as I want to sing and be in, in the front, I also want to be behind a lot of songs. I also want to write music because I enjoy writing regardless of whether the song is mine or not. Just like making it, just making stuff that sounds nice. So it's always nice that I, I, I feel like I get a different feeling when I hear someone else you know, like do something that I created. Mm-hmm. When I produce for somebody or when I write for somebody, I get a different feeling from when I sing. Because when I sing, it's, like I'm, it's my own energy. When I hear somebody else or something on paper, you just feel good. So I want to be behind music, behind a lot of songs, but also in front. So my one of my dreams, I always like I picture it in my head, is to have like a number one song <coughs> that is my song, right? That I sang on. And then a number two song that was produced and written by me. Mm. But a different artist, someone else sang. <coughs> Yeah, that's something have I'm you, looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Um, have you written any song like any um, or have you written for anyone that's had like a big song that we? Um, no, 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 no. I haven't done that yet because I I haven't like written for a lot of big people. Okay. But that is starting now because of the TikToks and how everything just went. Like most of them. This guy music. So I'm expecting to work with that most of the CF. Yeah. So you're like yeah. the right now you're like the Afrobeats when you know. I'm telling you, that's that's the impression like the industry has. Because a lot of these people I already I already knew some of them based on like working for SARS and recording them. They already knew that this guy already sees SARS. So I actually um Mr. Easy was the first person to notice me outside of Sazi Circle with, with Empire. I tried out for it and he noticed me okay, this is great and they chose me. This was twenty nineteen. They chose me and what they basically do is they pick artists and they shoot videos for all of them and promote the song. So I was chosen and then I shot a video for a song called Hands on Me. That's like the most recent single I released for myself. I did it his program. So basically, they shot the video and then it's been promoted. So I did that, and then in my head, I was just thinking, like, I need an edge, like, I need something that would make, that would just bring attention to my music. <clears throat> so that was what made me just think, like, what can I do? What can I do? And somehow, somehow, I just arrived at, hey, let me make songs like all these big artists, maybe. I'll just get like 2,000 followers and people watch my video. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. 
that's what I was thinking when I did the videos. I actually made them March last year. March, March, April last year. That's when I mm. recorded it initially. Yeah, but I started, when I wanted to release them, I shot the videos again. So all those TikToks, I made them like months ago, the, the audio, like the songs themselves. I recorded them a while ago. So I now started releasing, like sh shooting the videos again and then releasing it now. And then I now added like one or two new ones. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I did. So are we, so we yeah. going to hear like longer versions of those at some point? Because it's not fair that we're to getting honest, like... Right, I, feel, right. I feel like because, less is more yeah. when it comes to skits and stuff. Yes. That's how you keep people hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah but at the same time, it's, it's like music, like the songs. Do you understand? Like people are like looking for the songs. I didn't expect because the fact that I didn't expect it to go that way. I wasn't prepared for it. You know where the TikTok ends, right? That's why I stopped writing the song. Mm. Do you understand? So everybody thinks it's, it's like a full song. Do you understand? So most of them are just like pop, pop, pop songs. That's fine. Do you understand? But okay, right now people, most people are begging for the one that I did for. And I've been making my own music as well. I'm actually putting out an EP. Very soon. Is this like, an exclusive you just gave us, or this isn't exclusive? But I've only told one of that like media. Uh, and the fashion, those guys, they don't count. So this is this also qualifies <laughs> as an exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I actually have an EP coming up, and coincidentally, the first TikTok that I posted, the first one was about was for Oxley. He reached out mm -hmm. and was like, yeah, let's make the song. And he already made the song, like, he has done his verse, everything. And he's like, mixed mm -hmm. already. The song is good to go. Side, side so, bro, Oxlade is a very hardworking artist. Like, that guy yeah. is always, he's always Yeah, he's, he's super dope. He's very, very, very um, good. Have other artists um, reached out to you? Um, okay, like, artists so, that you either dropped TikToks about or just wanted to get out? Yeah. Okay, so, I told, I, I made... I've released five, I think, six. I've released six. The first three artists reached out. Oxlade reached out and made the song. Mr. Easy, because I already know him, was like he's with the TikTok song already. I've given it to him. I think he might use it for something. I'm not sure. But I'm, I'm writing a bunch of other songs for him as well. So, but it was like the TikTok that opened that relationship, that writing relationship with him. So now I'm writing, I'm currently writing a bunch of songs for him. And then when they pulled, just slid in my DM, I was like, yo, this is fire. But that's all. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get him to do that song because that's his own. Like, people make random videos listening to the audio of the TikTok. And like, I don't even want the song. And I'm actually thinking about releasing that particular one. But I mean, I'm already doing the one with Oxlade, so that was just come out definitely. So maybe I might just do the one before one. But I don't really want to dwell when it comes to the music side. I don't really want to dwell on the TikToks because I have my own original music coming out. I want people to hear my own sound. Except that. Do you understand? But at the same time, I'm not going to let the content creation uh, journey that I just started, I won't let it die. I'll keep pushing it forward or when I'm releasing music it's going to be my music. Like, yeah. Um so while we're talking about do you do you like pull up that uh, TikTok that you're talking about? 
So yeah. that's kind of playing for the rest of the um, familiar. Um, but on that whole topic of the, these TikTok videos and everything, right? Uh, one artist that you, you know in the Nigerian music space that's been doing that is uh, Black Bones. Right? Yeah. Um, but I think one of the things, especially, and I'm saying this as as a listener, as a fan of Afrobeats, and you know, just as an observer, and I've heard this, you know, opinion like kind of echoed before too about how you know at some point you kind of become or certain artists just kind of become a parody of themselves that makes any sense whereas mm-hmm. like you're so into this whole tiktok skit thing this comedy thing where it's like people listen to your music and they can't take you seriously anymore or um, yeah or like maybe you know they, they see you and they think that that's all you are and they don't even get to the music because they're so focused yeah. on oh this is why i like this person right is that something that you know you're concerned about moving forward or do you just like do you feel like you can do it all? I feel like I don't have a choice but to challenge myself to do to do more because I definitely don't want people to know me as the guy that imitates other artists. Right. And then, no, you don't want to be the Jay Farrell of Afrobeat. Uh, no, I definitely don't want to do that. I'm like the, the shaking the ass on TikTok, like no, <laughs> to do that. But but I I want to like make real like viral content that has like quality that you go there because you want to see something dope not like you want to see something necessarily funny you just want to see something very good like you just know that okay this is mad that's like the feeling that i always want to get so if i'm getting that like yeah this is mad oh shit his music is also mad not always this funny guy he's always doing this funny thing because he wants clouds i I don't want to do that at all. If I can't think of that thing that would make me um make content that way, I won't do it. I would rather just quit. So I'm not going to like sell myself to you and just start doing random stuff. People will get tired of me. Do you feel like any pressure to kind of like distinguish your own sound from the things that like the TikToks and stuff? Um and do you feel like you're still trying to find that sound uh no because i already made my ep before like i started releasing the tiktok so it's not like the first thing i ever did was to make the tiktoks and now i'm like worried i'm thinking about what i'd actually do for my own sound like i've been making music way before i did the tiktok so i already know the kind of music i would make for myself i've already made the whole entire ep so when it comes, it's going to sound different from um what the TikTok sound like. So I'm not really worried about it. Like even moving forward, like I, I'm making songs every day that is like stuff that I like. That is my own sound that I believe is mine. So if I if I'm convinced that that it is that way, when other people hear the songs, they feel that energy. Okay, yeah, this is this is music. Yeah. Um, some of the some of the beats the beats you make to me sounds the, very similar to what uh, Melvito makes. I don't know if you know Melvito. Um, have yeah. you ever thought of like uh, putting out like projects um, with like artists like you know the way Melvito put out project with Gatsby or Gatsby? Yeah. I'm not sure how to say his name. Gatsby. Yeah. I've thought about making putting out projects like that. Like maybe you find one artist that very yeah. that, that fits in well with your sound with the sound you produce and yeah. you know, like making an EP. Yes, I actually have an EP but with a bunch of artists, or like four artists. But it was something I did for free. I did like a challenge during um 
first lockdown, first like outbreak of COVID, I did like a small competition where some like artists jumped jumped on some of my beats and I picked like four of them and we made an EP. The EP is going to come out sometime this year. So that's the first project that I'll release like that, where it's just my beats and people are hopping on it. But I'm actually looking to create like sounds for artists like so you know when you're working with me we have a specific type of sound i'm working on stuff like that yeah but i definitely want to have like an album where i'm just collaborating with another artist but all i did was produce if you had to choose like one artist to do something like that to like do that with, with ah, yeah, so who would you, who would you like who would yes. be like your first choice right now uh, i would I would, I think, I would do something. With this new person that moved inside, Aria. Aria, mm-hmm. I don't know how her name is pronounced. We're just talking about her before you hopped on. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like she's just amazing. She's great. So I'd like to do something with her. I also like to do something with. Does it have to be like Nigerian artist? It can, it can be anybody. No. Anybody. Oh, yeah. Like I want to make music with. Like African sounding music with Justin Bieber. Like I want to be like you know, like give him like African like groove and he just be himself in it. I feel like it's like, I've never thought about Justin Bieber doing like. Afro beats. Yeah, that's such a yeah, like you know that'd how, be such an yeah. interesting combination. Yeah, you know how it came with um that purple's album where he had this EDM ish vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like he, he just comes again with like this very like original sounding Afrobeat vibe. Oh my god. Mm. So you were just, just a good shout. Right. Oh. Right. No, just just a quick comment. I say just is a good shout though, but I think you should just I beg, just stay in one day coast DM. I beg, please. <laughs> <laughs> just stay there. I beg. Please, I need something. I cause that that makes you it will be great, man. And speaking of one day call, I mean I have that uh um, skate pulled up if you want me. Whenever, just let right, me know. You, whenever you can go ahead and play right now. Right. Yeah. You already know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Time we ooh. Angelica. Angelica, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Kaba. Ready, no. You already know. He's Kaba. Okay, you know what? That's my first time hearing it, and I'm mad that that shit ended. <laughs> right. See, now that, you know what I mean. Now I know what you mean. Yeah, that's literally just like five seconds of this song, man. But you know what? Maybe yeah. you might be that spark that Wande Cole needs in his life music, right? Because, you know, it sounds, yeah. it sounds like yeah. it's going through a rough patch, and he, he, yes. needs, he needs some inspiration or something. Do you, know that, do you know that today, right, I was listening to one of his unreleased songs, right? And I was just like, ah. If this guy just replies my DM, just does his best on this song. In fact, it doesn't have to do a verse. He should sing the whole thing for himself. The song will blow so much that like he busts his head. 
because what I heard was very mad. Like, because Maliko is always top notch, do you understand? But they did not have that old, you know, there's that this TikTok idea has this old Maliko feeling. Right, so it does have that. Yes, but if he does it himself and just like as with, with the mind that he has now, oh my God, this would be so mad. And people would love the story of how this song came about. It would make them like the song even more. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't know how to just explain this to him. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to tell him that this would be so crazy. But I'm trying, Shai. I know somebody that knows him. I'm trying to get something to him. I don't know anything can happen. Hopefully, I think I think right now he's in Ghana recording with like Wiz and a couple other guys. Um, yeah. But it would be great if yeah. you guys make that connection. But you were also talking about yeah. Ira and how you'd like to work with that, right? Um, yeah. When her EP dropped, right, the talk on on Twitter NG was, oh my god, this girl is a ten dollars like temps or there were all these like comparisons with temps, right? Do you see any I yeah. mean you have a very good ear for music. I personally yeah. don't think she sounds like Temps. I don't think she writes like Temps. But you know, I'm also not like a music guy in that, you know, in that way. So like do you hear any similarities and do you think that moving forward that might present itself to be an issue? Um well I I don't know, personally, I don't know, but one thing I know is that her team, even she has behind her, are very smart people when it comes to selling an artist. They are very smart and very intentional with what they do. So if she's, if, if people are saying she sounds like them, because I heard the, the song that is her single, there's a particular line in the song where she kind of said something Thames said in her song. But she didn't really say it the same way. And when I heard it, I'm like, nah, there's no how these people do not hear mm. that this thing kind of sounds like that particular line. We may have done it intentionally just to make people talk. Do you know do you know what the line is? Do you remember the line? I can't remember, but it's like it's in the chorus of the song, child. I can't remember the line. But but yeah, I feel like when as time goes on, she'll start growing her identity and it's not going to be like hers. You always hear something here and there, but she's like they are two different people. You play their songs back to back, you know they are two different people. Yeah, right. I agree. I think that the way they, um, the way she stretches her syllables, like terms on like the end, like the yeah. end of the, the words and stuff like that. I think it's, it's similar, but again, like you said, I think as she grows, as, as she continues to do music. And Tim yeah. is also unique in in our own in our in our, in our way. So yeah, like right. it, it's not it's not bad to say that, uh, oh she sounds like Thames or she they 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 are, they are similar. Like I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't think it's going to affect yeah. her in any way because yeah. Thames is unique in our own way. It's not like Thames is like yeah. just anybody. You know what I mean? So you know I hear you, but yeah. I just feel like again this is like a very young artist who just started. And the comparisons already. You know what I mean? Well, it's I mean it's the same thing they did to Rema when Rema first came out. They said he sounded like whiskey. So, but, but Rema kind of came out. He was doing like things that were unique to him, like you know how they were saying like he's doing like a Bollywood flow or something yeah, like that. So yeah. he still had that part of him that was like, okay. This is kind of brand new, and he even said himself that he wasn't sure how people would receive him because he was doing different things, um, yeah. experimenting with different sounds. Right? But uh, hopefully, like you said, you know. The Maven team is very strong, and they have a lot of like great people there. Uh, and I don't, I don't think, I don't think that these uh, these comparisons are really going to stifle her career because again, she's only eighteen, so she has like a lot of time to kind of you know to develop her sound, uh, and just like you know do her own thing in her, in that lane. Because I don't see a lot of 
artists, period. Not even just female artists. I don't see a lot of artists like making music right now in, in the Nigerian space that sounds like. That's mm-hmm. a very nice mix of uh, of Lamba and uh, R and B together. <laughs> no, on guard yeah. now. Yes, yeah. no. That's a very yeah, nice mix that, 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 right, that right, is working. Right, right. Like she's even more Lamba than uh, than, than Thames. Yes, yes. So yeah. that's that's her own. That's her thing. Um, is there, do you feel like there's, or you figured out kind of like what sets you apart from like the rest, I guess, kind of going off this whole comparison thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you feel like sets you apart Okay. beyond so, like being multifaceted and stuff, which definitely does. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, if, it's, if I did like the first uh, if I did a TikTok for Oxlade and then I did a TikTok for Wandipo, I may I might have had the problem of how I would shape my own sound because we all kind of have similar like vocal textures, the light singers, Oxlade, Wandipo, right? But when I did Mr. Easy Zone, because it brought like I used like a low tone to do Mr. Easy, like that's one of the, that's even one of the most accurate ones I did. Because I did that, when you hear the TikToks one after the other, you don't get the feeling that this guy is just one kind of artist. Like, you, you get that way, this guy can make different stuff. So people already have that idea in their head that I can do anything, not just one thing. So once they have that idea and I put out my music, I just have to be myself and they will just get it. That's, that's what I'm betting on. That's what I'm betting on. Personally, do you think that uh, like Afrobeat fans are, are ready for the, the stage in, in the culture where it becomes like very public knowledge that a lot of their favorite artists actually don't write culture songs themselves? Or do you think like yeah. it's still going to take some time before they get to that point where they accept it? It won't, it won't take that much time because people's, people are, more people are knowing that that's, that's a thing. I mean, Nigerians don't let things go, but I feel like at some point they will accept it, especially if something major happens. Like maybe, for instance, if I write a song for Bonaboy and then that song wins a Grammy, do you understand? They'll be happy for me and him. They'll be, they, like, they will not say, oh, Bonaboy won it because like, people talk shit, but most people accept the fact that songwriters are also important when something like that happens. It's like, oh, this is mad. They should collaborate more. Artists should they, they be more open to the idea. But until there's like a major thing that is done, they might just overlook it that this guy doesn't have time. That's why I'm singing this person's song. Do you understand? Yeah. Well, I agree with you, but I just don't think that uh, that example you gave is very is a good yeah. one because I think Bonaboy this. He'll do what? Don't you? Oh God! You said Bernabeu. You said Bernabeu. Did you say Bernabeu? Oh, yeah, no, 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 let me say, let me say something about Bernabeu. Like from what I've heard about him, when it comes to music, like the music business, Bernabeu doesn't fuck around. He doesn't play like if you're a songwriter, like songwriter. Do you understand? Like if you're a producer, you're a producer, and you're getting what you're meant to get as the producer of the song. 
that's how Bonaboy's people operate. That's why they are, they are at the level they are at internationally. Yet, and and that makes sense. Actually that, like yeah. Yeah. Ahead, but that makes sense, and I agree with you. And uh, not even just Bonaboy, like a lot of these big artists, major artists, they, like David Doe, for instance, that one, we are, yeah. every, everybody knows that people write for him. And, yeah. uh, so that one is no, everybody knows that basically it's common knowledge. But uh, with Bonaboy, though, like there's been some speculation about uh, Peruzzi writing that song, Pull Up for him, and yes. he didn't necessarily. Um, Right. That's that, what I'm saying. Know? Like in, in that kind of sense is like maybe somebody just did a vibe and then Bonabona used it to make a song. That's I think Bur- that's, Bonabona is actually still writing, been very, he's been vocal about the fact that Peru's written. Yes. So he says that's the only yes. song that somebody else has Exactly. But exactly. again, he didn't give him credit for it when, when he won a Grammy. When he won was it the, when he won a Grammy with the African Giant. That's what was that what happened? No, but he, he, no, he, was, he, he I don't he, know he, that he, song he, was he, there. He didn't win the Grammy. No, no. Oh, oh, you mean when it was nominated? When it was nominated, rather. Yeah, but I don't think the song Perizu wrote was on that. I'm, I'm not sure, though, but I don't think it was. No, because it was, it was Pull Up. It was Pull Up, and Pull Up was on the... Oh, it's Pull Up, pull up, up the they said that Perizu wrote. Right. Ah, okay. Anyways, I, I was just making a joke about Bonaboy being arrogant, but... It, it, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I definitely don't think that um, uh, it, it should be a big issue with... Uh, Songs with African yeah, artists in, and songwriters because of, I think it happens now, especially scenario. with the mainstream artists. Yeah, yeah. In that kind of scenario where like the song gets something very major, he would he would, he would say who wrote the song. But if it's just like a song on an album, he might not go out and be saying that this person wrote the song. But you will get credits like it will be written there. You get your splits. You get your money. But he's not going to be going out and saying this person wrote the song. But if the song wins like an award, like something very major, you won't have a choice because everybody's going to know. You will be saying it as the person that wrote the song. Everybody's going to know who wrote it. So it's he will now be like, yeah, I'm, I'm African giant or whatever. But if like it's just one lucky song on his album, it's not going to anybody who wrote it. You just run it. Or you shall get paid, get what you deserve. I, I don't know. Maybe this is like just FC agenda, but if you do, it definitely catches a lot of heat for. Um, Sounding like Peruzzi or like just having Peruzzi like right. Yeah, no, those people in, in, in DMW they share their music, their musical experience together, like they're always making music together. So it's very easy for one person to give something to another person. But people just see it as Peruzzi sat down with a song and went to submit it to the video. That's not really how it works. Like they're always just together, they make music together. Someone can start singing something and David will continue singing it. Like it's just normal because they are they have like a unit, like they are all together. That's why their music, all of them kind of have like a similar sound. Like this last TikTok I did for David, people came and said it sounds like David Peruzzi and Mayoko. <laughs> because because that's because that's how that's just how their sound is generally. But I would say that. The current sound that David has is something Peruzzi inspired him to have. Yeah, I know that. That's true. Yeah. Um, we're talking about splits, right? Can you tell us a little bit more about how that works, like compensation and everything like that for us, um, for songwriting and production in the Afrobeats it's, like, industry? It's, it's very tedious, and I'm in a lot of trouble if I want to be 
a songwriter and a producer at the same time in this industry because I have to have my uh the financial aspect of everything unlocked, like my lawyers, everything would actually know about it properly. Because to be honest, I don't think I know enough, but I know as a producer, if you produce any song, even if the person like you know in Nigeria, you say you want it, someone wants a beat, the person will pay you 50k, you give the person the beat, and that's it. You guys work your separate ways. That isn't how it works legally, right? Even if the person pays you that 50k and gives the person the beat, and the person goes and uses it to make a song. You do not sell the beat to the person. You license it to the person. Mm. The beat still belongs to you. Like the rights to the beat still belongs to you. But you license it to the person. So now the person uses it to make a song. There's now going to be an agreement between you and the person that, okay, this song now, I'm going to get that 50K you paid me. I'm going to get it back. And then me and you will now start sharing the rest of the money that the song makes 50 50. That's how it works for produce production. That's how it is legally. But it doesn't really work that way in Nigeria. So, so it's like a, so, so it's supposed to be like a marriage between the artist and the producer on the song. Like, yes, so yes. Whatever whatever profits or whatever, like it's gonna be split like forever. Yes, that's how it's going to be. That's how international artists do. That's why producers in America will just produce one big song and they are eating for the rest of their lives. Mm. Because they have a working system, but we don't really have that. We don't even have that at all here. I mean, I was going to just ask, do you think that's the reason why most uh, Nigerian artists or Nigerians, uh, Nigerian producers have to be multifaceted? Because if they produce, they're not really going to, they can't really eat off producing the way they could if they were actually the ones blowing the music and the yeah. of well, sound. Yeah, to be honest, now, now nowadays it's easier. I, I, like, I feel so sorry for producers that were like, popping before 2000 and because those ones just collect a lump sum for their beats and whether the song gets big or not that's all they get but now because of like streaming platforms you can separate money you can share the income that's coming to you if you sign your splits okay i'm getting 50 percent or whatever percentage once money starts coming through streaming you just have to ask for um reports like accounts and okay this is how much the money they made this year and you collect your cuts just after they pay you for licensing the beat. So there's kind of a system, but it's not strong enough because most people that are distributing the music are not African companies, they are like the big companies, Apple, all those people. So those people still take money as well from the music. Well, that, as far as I know, so these, a lot of these producers the tax. Because I talked to some of them, uh, yes, like 200, yes. 200k for a B. Mm, it's nothing, that's no money, that's no money. Ah. For, for <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 on God, now, like, can you eat off that, like, as opposed to being the you one can't, that... like, 200k is, do you know, like, do you know how much speakers are like the microphone is like 160k, and you now want to sell just one bit for that? Like, if you are, if you are an unknown producer, right, mm-hmm. you hardly find. Because people people are attracted to what's popping naturally. Right. People want people throw money at anything that is popping. But if you're not popping, even if you're amazing, you hardly find somebody that will just decide this guy is so amazing, I'll pay him five hundred K for this beat. It's not possible. They will want to exploit you. But mm-hmm. if you are popping, feel free because that's that's um buzz that you have 
you can use it to make a smash that can be global. You never know. So if someone comes to buy a beat from you, have to charge the shit out of them because that is right. your moment. Right. Yeah. Because you, you don't know the next time you'll you get somebody that's willing to pay for it. Exactly. Well, you just never know. You never know. But you you have to charge them because especially if they're also like popular artists. Yeah. You just never know because they might make the song now. Next thing you know, Drake is on the on the remix. Right. And you're just there like two hundred K, like what the hell, do you understand? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you can eat yeah. for life from it. So you have to just shoot for the stars and anyway you fall, don't have it. Wasn't it Have yeah, you what, had sorry, um real quick. Wasn't it like last year or two years ago that Northboy was complaining about uh like his contract or whatever, like you know, whatever was yeah. turning off off the beats that he gave this kid and he was complaining yeah. that Whiskey was giving somebody else credit. So apparently like even with the top the top of the top artists, that's still There's a system them and like yeah. that's, and that's crazy too. yeah producers don't eat enough in this industry they don't they do not eat enough they don't so they just have to try to continue to apply to apply pressure on these big artists because big artists as much as they are big they don't like to pay for stuff they don't like to pay for stuff except is very sure that that's like it's very sure that that song is a hit, and even if it's very very sure, they might not still want to pay. I don't know why. That's just how they are. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. So, like, like, why wouldn't you pay for a beat when you're wearing? You're probably wearing a jacket that costs about the same amount. Hmm. You know, like, like for what your producer is charging. This is like your. This is your career. Yeah. Well, they would they would pay you if you're a big, you're also like a popping producer and you have like leg, you have mouth, you can easily get your money. Like someone like Saz now, you can't work with him without paying, no matter who you are. Right. You have to pay because he has gotten that name for himself. But if he's an upcoming person and you're messing with a big star, they will try to exploit you. They will try to exploit you. That's just how it is. They will try to get that beat for 50k from you and go and blow with it. That's, that's what all of them do. Yeah, if you're an upcoming guy, but if you're big, if you're popping, uh, you build them now, uh, tell them for me and uh, they laugh and pay you the money because they know that they make that song with you, something is going to happen. There's more chops you're about to say something. Yes, more chops is a question. Um, are you there? Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, yeah, I was gonna ask. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if we are going to. If you, I just want to kind of take a different approach to this convo. Um, so, I, so Empower is that like a is that like a record label or like a distribution company? And also, one more question before you answer: uh, Are you signed to them or you have like a partnership deal with them? Okay, so Empower is um, they're not a record label. They are not a management company. They are. Artists incubators. That's what they call themselves. Mm. They are okay, artist okay. incubators. So that's what they do? <laughs> yeah. So what they do is they just get artists that are good. They carry you. Just give you very small packaging by shooting a video for you for one song and promoting the song for you. That's all. They are not signing you. They're not signed to them anyway. Just have a deal on one song. That's what they do. I had, uh, so, 
I had somebody tell me that they had uh, they had some issues with, uh, let's say, with certain payments not being sent as promised, and like really having to fight on behalf of, of uh, artists and like that and, uh, art and stuff like that. Is that an experience that you have? Um, in a way, yeah, yeah. The thing that? is, uh, Empire is a startup, right? It does, like Mr. Easy has a lot to do with it. It is under his influence, but is a separate entity from Mr. Easy. It's different. It has his own people. It has his own, like, system. So he's just so a face. He's a face and he's also, like, behind it, but a bunch of people are the ones that actually run it. Yeah. So those people that run it, because it's a startup, they are still trying to figure themselves out, right? That's just the, that's what I would say about them, right? So things might not be as fast as they would want it to be because of one thing happening here or there inside that system. Yeah, so the effect that has is now like the artists that they signed not getting money on time, not being able to shoot their video. I mean, I was, I shot mine. I got most of the money. I, I, it was $10,000 that was pledged to me, and I got almost everything. But there are some artists that they haven't released their song. They've not shot the video because they picked people from like different parts of the world. So, I mean, it's, it isn't easy for them for some reason. I don't know what it is exactly, but I'm just going to say it's because they are starting off, they're still like getting their stuff together. That's just what I would say. That was a very, but, very diplomatic response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I got, I mean, I got, I got my own like money, so. Right, it could have I been mean, worse for you. It could have been worse, money. yeah. I could have been the person making noise that they, I didn't get anything, but I wasn't, so I have to be grateful for Smallchop, you're about to ask a question before you disappear to carry on. Oh, L. Um, it's kind of it's kind of past it now. But I was gonna ask um if you had like any negative experience with um either the songwriting or the producing aspect. Um Yeah. Uh my biggest enemy is self doubt. Yeah self-doubt because as a human being you you feel it no matter what it is you do no matter how good you are no matter how amazing you are even if you just come back from a show where millions of people are screaming your name because you know you more than anybody else you it's there'll be times where you just feel like am i even this good do you understand it happens to everybody and that's like the only challenge I face. There are times when that just happens and, and I just brush it off. And it's, I'm still battling with it because I really just started doing something that people are noticing. It's not like I've been popping since, Jonathan. I've been like in the background for so long. So even now that things are happening, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, how can I do this? How can I do that? I'm not, I don't feel like, yes, I've arrived. I'm bad. Yes, like, nope. There's still. Days when I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. 
I can't do this, or I don't know if I'll be able to pull this off, or what if this happens, or what if that happens. That's how it is for everybody. So that's that's the only thing that I, I would say is the negative side of the stuff that I'm doing. But the good thing about it is I always bounce back. I always do. All I have to do is sleep. When I wake up, I'm like, yeah, I'll do what I have to do. And I just try my work. Do you understand? So that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me, let me tell you like an interesting story. Do you know Medi? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He wanted to sign me in two thousand like thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, but that didn't work. That didn't happen for some strange reason. I mean, this boy, but it's the same Medi that last year was complaining about how he was treated. I know he was sleeping yeah. in the boys' quarters. But... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why he like, signed. That's uh, what I'm like, bro. Like, does he have a woman? Maybe get mine, dude. Uh, I'm a, 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 yeah, but it was it was even like after <clears throat> it wasn't long after he actually left um Pisco that it was while he was on his own after he had made all those jams that were nice made some or he had like a streak that that time after leaving uh Pisco it was after that streak that I met him and I like his brother <clears throat> his brother brother went to my secondary school King's College Lagos. <clears throat> Yeah, so his brother made the connection because he knew I was doing music and just told him about me. And so he was now listening to the songs I was making in that my boy band. And he told his brother to reach out to me that I should come to their house. I went to their house. He was like, yeah, like, you have a very nice voice. I know what I can do with it. No, I think he sounds to DMV right now, right? Right now, he's signed to DM, but he had, has, I don't know, a record label called Confirm Entertainment. Okay. Yeah, so that was what I was to join at the time. Hello? Yeah. We did, we did, we did. Oh, we did, oh okay. So, yeah, so that was what I was to join at the time. So I went to his house and I was like just recording one or two friends. And no, actually, the first thing I recorded was one song like that. Uh, so I recorded it. I like I made the beat there, and I recorded it. And then he now came to the studio and was like, "Let him show me how to like make the song better." And then he shot like vibe on the song. And what he did was actually like sick at the time. At that time it was very, it was amazing. So I now took like what he did and added like my own vocals and I turned it into the song. And then I left his house and then. Someone called me. I was like, "I'm oh, don't release that song, go." And yeah, I was just thinking, like, how, like, how would I even like do this? I can't like release the song without him. But I feel like they had some distrust for me because of that. 
I think so. Because After you didn't release that, it? No, because I left the studio with the song. Yeah, I left the studio with the song. So they called me and they were like, don't release the song. And I was like, like after then, the relationship just kind of was weird. And I just freed, I just left it. I never released the song. I just forgot the song. So because I would never do that. Like, I would never do that to anybody. Like, I won't release a song without having permission from anybody. But I feel like they, like, they didn't know that, obviously. They just saw that I left the studio with the song and they thought I was supposed to do something. But I feel like that was what kind of spoiled the relationship. So I, I wasn't really like messing with him anymore. Like I, I saw him a few times, like maybe like a year later, I just visit, but it just wasn't cool anymore. So I just read it. Do you have any yeah. like reservations now with signing with a label? Okay, so I don't. To... I don't think I want to sign. It. I don't like. I'm not looking for it. But if somebody comes with something very, because it's like business, and it depends on what you are you are going to make from it. So if I'm offered something very good, and and what is in the contract I'm going to get, it's possible that I might sign. But I don't think I will, because the leverage that that I need to put myself out there, I have it now. So. So I just need to find an engine that is going to be behind me to keep me like in like to keep me in that run. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. Like money. Like if I have a lot of money, investors. I can yeah, investors exactly. I can I can make music with these songs and just have a deal with like an investor or like a distribution company, like a management company, where they bring money to pay for what I need to do. They make their money back, like everybody's happy. But if I sign with a label, I'm going to give my control to the person. And the person needs to determine when I drop any song, when I shoot any video, who the person is going to shoot the video will be. Everything is going to be up to the person. And I don't think I need that. Except the agreement is that I have control and I'm just going to be using their money. Like that's why I say it depends on what the agreement is. <laughs> Sure, and then I'm carrying the label's name on my head. For instance, I'm in Maven, they are giving me money to do stuff I want to do, they are managing me, and I have control. I'm releasing whenever I want to release. Well, I'm like Maven, that's amazing, like, that's not bad. So it depends on the deal. But most record labels they want to export to, so they will come with one exportation deal. That's just how it is. Yeah, they want to sign and take over any, everything. I don't know of any record labels in Nigeria that will actually give you that freedom. To drop yeah, that's that's just it. That's just it. That's just it. I would even say like before even like consider any kind of signing to a label, like just take your time because I, I know I mean we know of one artist right now, and I'm not gonna say his name, who's who's having the same issue with a label, and he's like it's a, a big label. It's a big label, yes. He signed to somebody very very big, Abby. You already know what it is. Okay. Yes, you already know. So you probably have that conversation behind the scenes. And he's yeah. he's, he's very, very frustrated. And so, yeah. you know, and you know, without saying too much, I have a very good relationship with his team and his managers. But you can tell that you're not happy with the terms of this. And again, because it's one of those contracts where it's like we get to call the shots on when you release X amount of projects mm. according to this contract. 
Yeah. It's now like it's like it, it has that very slavery-ish feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very unfortunate because the guy is very talented. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And also so, be careful. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm listening. Now I was saying also be careful because all these some of these distribution companies or investors too, they're on their G record label. You know, they will just mm. Yes, actually, just, that's very true. Money, you know, and just, they still want that's to very, very, very true. You know, because currently, the reason why also that have come on it. Go ahead. Yeah, currently, the reason why my EP hasn't even come out yet is because I'm trying to find the best deal from a distribution company mm. because I, I would like to work with a distribution company on the EP alone. Mm. So what they do is they would, they would drop money in advance to promote and market the EP and then they'll get a certain percentage from the income forever. Forever. Mm. Because they are going to be distributing it. It's going to be through their channels, through their people, through their playlists, everything is through them. But they'll drop money for the shooting of the video, the promotion of the song outside the distribution, everything they'll give an amount. So now a distribution company can come and say, for this my EP, they're giving me $5,000. Anything else is that $5,000 to do, that's my business. But once money starts coming back, or any money that that EP makes, they're taking just 5%. Although that's rubbish, because 5, 5K is nothing. So for my EP, for my EP, I'm trying to work on the highest possible amount of money I can get from a distribution company. And then they'll get their percentage based on the EP. Because I'm going to make a lot more music so I can give and work on somebody work with somebody on this particular project. So it has nothing to do with me as an artist. The deal has because even if I'm doing another project with somebody else, they are not going to make any money from it except it's that project that I worked on with them that is getting money. Yeah. So, so I'm guessing from your from, opinion. From, no, yeah. go ahead, Jared. I was gonna say so in your humble, humble opinion. Would you say that uh, would you say that um, artists like you or someone that hasn't really broken into the industry to the mainstream? You say it's very important to sign to somebody so they can really be successful or make make really good money in the industry. Yeah. Or yeah. You, my okay. question is, do would you, would you um, recommend people to be independent, fully independent instead, and try? <coughs> well, to be honest, what What's happened to me, what's, or what's happening to me is what I wish for any upcoming artist. Like, this is one of the best positions to be in because I have leverage. The reason why a distribution company would want to give me $20,000 for something I want to do is because they can see that I have leverage. I have, like, organic growth. Like, people just move to me without anybody spending one. So, right now, I'm like a golden egg. Like, let's just put money there. But if if I didn't do this, they would never give me any money. They wouldn't. They might hear my stuff and be like, okay, this guy is good. They'll just pledge one very small, shitty amount of money. Do you understand? But when you have leverage as an upcoming artist, they will just want to mess with you. So if you're just starting and you don't have any leverage, like the early stages of your career where you don't have anything, you can't even make a song or you can make songs, but you can't promote them, blah, 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 blah. It's either you just keep grinding, keep doing that until you can think of something that will give you leverage or 
you find the record label that will bring you out to the front of the world, but just make sure that the deal is not too deadly because it will be deadly. So it just depends. If I saw a label like if, if for instance, um, I won't say David because David's David's record is a charity. There is no contract in that whole all those contracts that you see they are signing when they want to sign somebody to the MW is is nothing. It's white paper. They are all just family, just do stuff for them because he loves them. And they are, that's why they are loyal to him. So like Miyoko is good because he makes all the money from his music for himself. David doesn't take a dime from him. Same with Peruzzi. That's why they write songs for him every day. Like, that's why they right, they because they're returning the people. Yeah, exactly. So, but that is not a record label. Any other record label will bleed you. They will bleed you because that's why they're spending millions on you because they want money back. Because it's you that will get the fame. Yeah, not, not really them. So, it's very so deadly as an upcoming artist. Yeah. So, are you saying that uh, basically, no, really, like, make them have get an investor or record the stock. Or there's no it, way like, somebody like you capitalize on them. Like, without the record the stock. Right, like, are you working on like me, stuff right? Like that? The leverage. Uh, if, if you're working in 9 to 5, the thing is for you to have, for you to do something and have success or something, you have to do a lot of it. You have to be doing it. You have to do a lot of it so that anything can just happen. But if you're spending, you're sharing your time between music and something else, you're reducing your chances of that big thing happening. It could still happen, but you're just because you're not spending enough time doing it. But if you're always doing music, you're just opening the world to that. Yeah. Yeah, so you said something about like me being in this position and still needing a record label or a record deal or an investor, right? Uh, Did someone say something about that? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. Okay, yeah. Hello? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was, I was I saying, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, at this level that I am, right, the level, the leverage I have, I have, it hasn't translated to a big amount of money yet. Right now, it's just clouds. It's just, okay, everybody look at this guy. He's good. He's a good investment. Let's mess with him. So now I just have to pick my battles very, very wisely because somebody might just come tomorrow and just be like, yo, I want to sign you. 360 deal. We are going to own everything you're doing. If someone needs to come tomorrow. I want to invest in you. I, I haven't really decided on which one is going to be, but I would still just love to have control. I would love to have control. I want to continue creating content and releasing music at my time and telling my story at my own time. Because that's when people will enjoy it more because everything has been happening with that same, to that same effect. But if, if somebody signs me, they are going to alter the progression of everything. They can decide now that, okay, from now to July, I'm not dropping anything. That's, that's it. I'm not going to drop anything. So, I would, whatever it is I'm going to do now has to give me freedom. That's the reason why I have the leverage. It has to give me freedom. So, for me personally, I'll just keep creating content, keep dropping music, and hopefully, 
I score a smash. You see, that one smash, that one hit song that I get, that is what is going to make sure that I eat. Because now I can make money for myself. And the money I'm making is going back into the music. So why do I need a label? Why do I need anybody to invest in me? Because now I'm making money. So it's, it's, I just have to score like a big song, one big song, or produce one big song. You know, so I'm not really like keen on signing with anybody except the deal is just amazing. That's rare in Nigeria, even if you have leverage. So you can still work, you know, I mean, you can still work for craft eventually. You can either be yeah. or, or even like have be on a hit song. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Also, I got about the, the crowd that you get on social media doesn't necessarily translate into money or some kind of mm-hmm. big success. Still just cloud, but you can capitalize on it. Maybe that song, maybe. So I got my answer. That's good because I really want. I was very. I really wanted to know how do people make it out a uh, record label or investor in Nigeria. Yeah, because a, a lot of artists have been giving us the runaround on that question. They are very vague about it. Like, show that they, you know, they sacrifice one of our family members to do it. Um, no, that was that was a very. Um, so as far as the EP is concerned, do you have like a timetable or, or something like that, or you're just waiting for that distribution yeah. company to come first? Before you? Yeah, I mean, I already have. Like, I'm talking to. A few distribution companies. I'm trying to weigh my options, but they they are working with a timeline as well. Like that's part of the um conversations that we're having when the song is going to come out. So I have a general like time um line. So before the end of March, the EP is going to be out. But the Oxley song, like I said, is already ready. It's done. So now I just need to once I settle with the distribution company. The office song is going to come out almost immediately. So that's probably within the next two, three weeks. Yeah. Wow. Next two, How many weeks, songs do yeah. you have? Are you going to be on the Octic song? Oh, yes. It's actually my song. While we're sharing the song, it's like me featuring him. Yeah. How many songs do you have on the EP, right? Yeah, five songs, but I think they're going to be six. Uh, I'll say it here because I'll say it here. I'm thinking about putting the wonderful one, the wonderful TikTok, like finishing it on my own. If one day never does, I'm just like adding it as a bonus on the EP. Yeah, so that it's it's to just drive traffic, to drive traffic to all the other songs. So people are like looking for this song. So I do that. But the EP normally has five songs. It, It actually has a name. Okay. Uh, what's what's the name of the uh, In the dark. In the dark. Mizus. No, that was actually that's a that's a new way of telling the joke. That was a new. Way. Yeah, yeah, that one actually bust my head. That one bust my head. <laughs> yeah. Do you it's have true. a lot of singles planned yeah. for this year? Yeah, so once my EP drops, 
like I feel like doors will open. I might do remixes. I'll probably do features. I'll probably keep it. Like I have a lot of music. Like I make. I have a lot of songs. So songs will just keep coming out. Like it depends on like what happens after. I put out my reputation, I'll structure another plan, but I'm definitely going to keep dropping music one way or the other. But how exactly it's going to be, I don't know yet. It's the EP first, yeah, that's the first thing. And it's going to feature one or two big people. Yeah, yeah so it's dark. Can I, can I talk about the, the concept, like the name of the EP? Please do. Fire yeah. down, fire down, fire down. Okay, so... It's called In the Dark and it's meant to represent like uh everything I've learned. Like just it's just going to show the amount of skill I have, all the things I've learned behind the scenes, like when I was in the dark, like when nobody knew like exactly what it is I was doing. So the EP just presents my uh work, like okay, yeah, this is Mizu, this is everything that I've learned when I was in the dark. So that's why it has that name. Nice. nice. Yeah. You know, sometimes people just they throw any kind of types of project. You actually have yeah, story. One of my yeah. favorite songs from you, actually my favorite song from you is Need You. And I think you released that like two years ago. And, I, and yeah. at the yeah, time I wasn't song. sure. That's my favorite too. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know who you were at the time. I was putting together a playlist of like underground artists you know and i just found i was like wow who's this guy and i was kind of waiting for some more music you know i was like looking like okay is this guy dropping something else and i was like between that time and now i haven't really seen like a lot of you know music on you yeah. is, that, is that is that strategic is that on purpose or is it just like circumstances oh no it wasn't it wasn't it was definitely circumstances i made lead you in, i think 2018 and then I didn't make, I didn't release any song for a year. Like I didn't release music at all because I was just, I was overthinking. I was like, what if it doesn't work? Like, so I don't know this what to sound like. I just, I didn't believe in myself enough <clears throat> to just be consistent with the music. Yeah, so I only released another song called Connected a year later. And that song is, is still, like, it's on my Apple Music. I did that, like, two years ago. And then even after that song, I didn't make another, I didn't drop another song for another year. So I wasn't consistent at all. It was until um, Empower that I was like, okay, once I'm done, like, once I drop this Empower song, I'm just going to keep shooting. Like, I'm just going to keep dropping music from there. So I didn't even expect the TikToks to do this in my head. I'm just like, okay, I found a song, I drop another song. I'm dropping another song. I'm just going to keep giving them songs. Yeah, so I didn't really take that release um, process very seriously before, but I'm just doing it now. So, I mean, maybe if I did then, it wouldn't work. Do you understand? I don't know. But That's maybe this just happens. Or they meant to happen. Yeah. So at this, at this point, are you more confident about your, your talent and your music and uh, you feel like you finally found yourself? Well, I feel like I'm still discovering myself as an artist, but I'm 100% confident in my skill, like in my talent. I'm 100% sure that I can, like, can move myself out of 
any situation with the power of music. Like I can move my life forward with music. I I believe that now. All right. Uh, before we wrap up, you guys can go ahead and ask any other questions before we go to sleep. Um, I was gonna ask. So let me. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, just kind of going off that um, the previous topic. Um, have you or like what are your thoughts in regards to um, like new artists dropping music and stuff? Like, do you feel like you kind of have to give it time, like people time to like really get into your stuff or is it kind of more of how you're feeling and when you want to drop things um like how, how do you kind of work with that or what are your observations as far as to like the best way of going about that because we were talking about that last week um yeah. and talking about like what kind of consistency is necessary as like an upcoming artist oh. um oh, yeah. so yeah to be honest like sometimes it doesn't matter what you do if you are going to pop you pop, you can always pop, always pop because I feel like there's an extra thing about music and I think that thing is very spiritual because like I'm a spiritual person. So it's easy for me to believe that there's something else above consistency, skill, hard work, talent, whatever. There's something else that just adds to it that just makes it fly. I don't know if it's luck, I don't know if it's karma, I don't know if it's God. Yeah, I personally believe it's God or call it whatever. There's something else. So even if you are consistent, dropping music every week, fangas, 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 people might just not feel it. Or some people come and drop one song, and the first day you drop the song, the song takes off. Happens like that too. So, but I would advise that the best way, sure, is to try your hardest, release the music consistently. That's the that's the that's the only way that it is. That's the only textbook way of doing it. Yes, release music and at some point something's going to work. Grow like a fan base, start from scratch. Because if you keep releasing one person here, another person here, somebody here. And at the end of the day, like if you are, if you achieve some sort of mastery at whatever it is you are doing, whatever it is your sound, if you are if you become very good at being yourself, somebody somewhere is going to relate to it. People will move to it. It might not be 20 people, but people will share move to it. And that number of people will grow with consistency. So that's like a very basic, normal way that you can do it. Things can take off quickly. They can take off sooner, they can take off later. It depends on God. But that's the best way. Um, so my own question is. Uh... Yeah. Um. So let's. I want to let's borrow your ear real quick, bro. Who do you think is next up? Apart from other than yourself, of course. Like, who do you think is next up? Like, any young new artist or any like up and coming artist or somebody that is not really hasn't really broken out mm-hmm. yet? Who do you think is going to be next up for twenty twenty one? Ah. To be honest, I don't. <clears throat> I don't really like have ears out for like new artists to be honest but there's some people that I see that are putting in work and it just I just wish like I I want them to succeed. Like I I, I see them working and I'm like yeah I play this guy blows because he's working hard. Some there's this guy um Yusuf from Bakai. 
Oh yeah, that guy. That guy. Is crazy. I, just, you guys know. I think he dropped yeah, an EP. He dropped an EP last plus. year, right? Yeah, he's actually also an empower person, but I knew him before then. Like I knew I'm bouncing before then for like the past one year. I've just been seeing him pop up here and there, here and there, and I just see his. Like I see that there's this drive that he has, and I'm just like I hope something just happens and he just pops because his music is nice. There's him. Uh, there's this guy. Oh my god. Oh, oh my. God. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, there's this boy called Loje. Um, uh, Dario, actually, Dario is very familiar with the, we're very familiar with Loje on this pod. Are you serious? Loje yeah, is yeah, my Loje is coming. Loje is coming like this year. Loje is coming. It's coming hard. Like, going very very hard this year. I'm holding. I can put my life on it. He's going to make it. I'm mm. actually even begging God to touch it like, on his behalf because he's so good. Mm. He's fire, and he has been getting ready for it. So I pray that he blows this year. Like I want it. Uh, let me see. Who else? Flash, Flash. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's because, what's up? What's up with Flash? But I know you. I know you know him like in real life. Like what is what is up with yeah. you know the, the music and everything? Like you um, just kind of post. Yeah, to be honest, I actually know a lot about the the backstory behind that, but I I can't talk about it in detail because I know them directly, their personal friends. So I, I don't want to expose their stuff, but I would say that this is just circumstances that made him not pop when he was going to pop out. Things just didn't go right. Like is, it, sometimes, is, it like a, is it like a business thing or just like more like personal? Yes. Okay. Well, is it both is he business and personal? Yes, I think so. I think he's trying to come back, but I believe in him so much. I, I hope this year. It's actually, it might be on my EP. Uh, I don't, it's not certain. It's There's a chance. It's going to be on my EP. So, mm-hmm. I hope he makes it this year. I wish for him to because he has been grinding for a long time. Like the music might not be coming out consistently. But I know I see him guys, so hope it makes it. Flash, um, one more question. You okay. see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so how, how much Amala do we need to buy to get stars on the pod? <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like you just need to ask for he's very busy. And it would uh, okay. be hard to get him. Like it would be hard uh, to get him to just like give to create the time for it. But you can just shoot your shots. I see. Who do me? You are you. Uh, you know, uh, Mizu, you, know, you, you, you know, go like serve a super striker. May you may eat a mob. I can I can put in a word, but <laughs> if he doesn't want to do it, he's only just play this pod for him. Just play the pod. Yeah, tell me you, you were just on the best the best interview you've ever done. <laughs> Very cool, guys. No problem. I'll yeah. do my best. I'll do my best. Oh man, we're looking for, forward to uh, what you have coming up next. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just been nice to see how you you've organically, you know, gotten that attention towards you. And I definitely hope that people put that same energy into your music. Uh, because you know, just even though you're still trying to figure a lot of things out, I can tell that you're very good at it. And uh, yeah, yeah we wish you the best of success. Of course, we hope that you. you Come back here after you've done uh, so we can talk. I would love to. I would love yeah. to because I'll have like a whole lot of like gist between yes. like whatever that's happened between now and then. Let's yes. talk about it. So I'll definitely come back. Well, guy, even yeah. after the EP, I beg, we need some more music. 
to make up for the last Please. couple of years. We need some more music. It's, def- it's definitely going to like keep dropping consistently. Like, people will be so shocked. Nice one. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Um, so just to wrap the conversation up before we go to sleepers, uh, is there any like piece of advice you'd like to give to upcoming artists uh, who are lost or who are still trying to find their sound or are really sure if this is happening? What kind of advice would you give? I would say for every... <laughs> you know, like, that's actually no bad advice. I mean, what for me is working for a lot of people around the world as well. To really check people that are making it on TikTok. There are so many people that that pop off of TikTok, so that's actually not bad advice at all. Like, if you go to TikTok and do something there, like, it's, it, it works. But generally, I would say for everybody, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would say for for every artist, there's something that you can do that is going to be unique. Like for everybody, that's how it is. Even outside music, as a human being, everybody has that potential to do something that is that works. So keep trying to find it. It's not going to be like anything that is already out there. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be different. So just. Be, try to just be thinking about it and just pray to God that you get you get that idea. Yeah. Okay. Nice one. Nice one. Um. So, so we have a segment on the podcast that we do. It's called Sleepers, and what we do is we play music by artists. Uh, sometimes you're bigger artists, but mostly we play music from relatively unknown artists that we like to put people into. Uh. So if you have a song like that. Uh, it could be your song, it could be somebody else's song that you'd like to play. Just let us know, we'll queue it up. Uh, and while you're doing that, small chops on uh, if you guys have sleepers today. Yeah, it's in the group chat. Yeah, I do, I do have a sleeper. Hold on. Okay. Uh, hmm, IDK, I see you, Sean. <laughs> Alright, so uh small chops, you wanna introduce your sleeper? Batch, batch, batch. Yeah. Um it is December um by IDK. Uh Burner Boys on it as well. Her beauty's like a bunch of rolls. But if I ever tell you about Maxi, you're gonna say I don't know what I know, but murder she go. I like it. Murder she when I saw you, I remember the feeling of the feeling of December. My fire was for the light timber. Tiptoeing across the like a ninja. He's back and give me some time to process. I need a little more time with you as an option. Give me some time to process. I need a little more time to fix it. Oh, I like it. Oh, I like it. Oh, I like it. Dispatch, we're gonna need to call him when I get that. Slim with them thighs that mismatch. Sweet tender, spice your chick cat. Dispatch, to dispatch. Man, every time you call, I never miss that. You are the one, I guess that. 
Wait, uh, is this still on here? Yeah, he's here. Oh, okay. He's yeah, okay. sleeper. Uh, Mizu, oh, did you did you, you find out? Uh, did you find a sleeper? Oh. A sleeper? What's that? <laughs> no, it's just like a, a song from an underground artist or relatively unknown artist. Oh, that, that I want like from. people to hear. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't think of one currently. Okay. Oh, well, right. um, yeah, I sent my, I sent my sleep chat. Uh, and it's called Big Mistake by Trillery Banks. This is like actually like Brian, the UK rap singer. If you taking a piss, come against me. Are you taking a piss? Every single day I be taking them risks. Killy's going old. Is he taking them trips? What? Is he taking a piss? What my nana? Are you taking a piss? You ain't never ever had a gal this crisp. Real, real fly bitch yeah. looking like I'm yeah. relic. Yeah. What's wrong with these chicks, man? Don't they know I'm hotter than a chip pan? Come against Trilly, then it's chips, fam. Because I'm VIP, fuck a wristband. Got brain and I didn't even kiss, man. They be like, she's taking a piss, man. Oh shit, then I do it because a bitch can. Pull up, let it be, fuck a hit, man. Boy, 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 boy. I'm the baddest. I'm a savage, lifestyle lavish, black yow magic, don't need cock, got a rabbit, seat wanna grab it, dream about the pussy but you've never even had it, good yow with a bad habit, love spend bread, go green, get cabbage, taking off trips, me not know about baggage, go go gadget. Okay, do you have a sleeper? Like MTN don't cut your connection. No vex, no vex. I'll go and tell you. Not bad. If you have. Well, I was wondering why the song ended so abruptly. I was asking if you have, uh, if you have a. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my sleeper is. My is called uh, Thick Chick. Don't ask me how I came across this song. How did you come across? You said you said you were watching that uh, one blue film with the the player for. That's exactly how I came across. Hello? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you, bro. Okay. Um, guys, I actually have to go because my okay. phone battery is out to die. No problem, man. We appreciate you coming on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Again, looking forward to everything you have coming up. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, watch out for the release of this episode, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate your Thank manager, too. Shout out to your manager. Because, you know, he's just been very helpful throughout this process. And, yeah. All right, that's great. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. All right. I speak my mind and digress. I'm a flex, can't help it. Only love me, I'm selfish. If you tell lies, no respect. I'm good either way, never press. He said he from Plato's. He do whatever I say so. And we both went to Plato's. Ain't nobody got to know. He fell in love with a... He fell in love with my body. And his liquor give me body. Yeah, every day it's a party. Dickies and shit. Ain't no mama, baby, dickies.
chick, thick is the chick, thick is the chick. Hello, mama, baby, thick is the chick, thick is the chick, thick is the chick. Hello, mama, baby, thick is the chick, thick is the chick, thick is the chick. Hello, mama, baby, thick is the chick, thick is the chick. Keep it discreet, best. Bring peace, not reckless. Not in streets, a message. See me three, no addicts. All right, good shit, good shit. And with that, we wrap up another excellent episode of the Thumb Big Muscle Bump Podcast. You guys know what it is. Uh, watch out for us next week. All right, uh, until then, don't do anything crazy. All right, uh, be safe out there. And uh, yeah, good shit. Just doing a circle? It's okay, they know it. Mizu had to go before that, so no one. Bro, what kind of. How is that? What kind of excuse is that one? Does that change anything? Why would I. I mean, who are we not giving the socials for at this point? The listeners? The hell? Listeners don't. If you listen to this podcast, man, you don't know what socials are. First time listeners. Yeah, first time listeners. Okay, for the Mizu fans that are here, follow me on TikTok. At, uh, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> you asked you to promote yourself. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and uh, shout out our socials. Uh, small jobs. Oh, I just meant like the pod. From niggas who love social now. And we can email that type of shit. Oh, okay. That kind of shit. Thank you. Um, yeah, so follow us at FLWL Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Shoot your shot with us uh, via email. At uh, what's it, flwpod at gmail.com. Send your resume, send your resume, shoot your shots, send your love letters. You know, what I'm saying, um, but Bella is allowed to, you know, what I'm saying, we're gonna look your mouth up, whatever, just shoot your shot in. All right, uh, I gotta get out of here, I got some business I gotta handle, so um, I'll catch you guys later. Thank you so much, and uh, yeah, peace.